This is a podcast where I talk to people about the things they're obsessed with. My name is Marcus Privet, and this is my obsession. Welcome to another episode of My Obsession Podcast. We are recording live on Google Hangouts, first time ever. And I am connected on Google Hangouts with Becky Harrington. Becky, I've only met you once in my life. That's all that's all I needed to really get a flavor, <laughs> to get a flavor. <laughs> oh boy. After I did the first My Obsession season, uh, I think you reached out or Anne, your sister reached out. Uh, about getting you on. I hope she didn't force you into doing this. No, not at all. I am always um, happy to spread the Jimmy gospel. Um, it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm a hype person, like 100%. So I love to talk about things that are exciting to me. And you're here to talk about Jimmy Fallon. Yes, indeed. What, where, that, what um, would you classify yourself as before we get into oh, Jimmy? Man. You're not a stalker. I've, no. You've, you're no. not an expert. I mean, maybe connoisseur. Connoisseur, um, okay. Maybe you're just connected know. on a heart level with him yeah. somehow. Yeah, that's that's actually exactly how I would describe okay. it. Okay, and you just want to you just want an outlet to speak about him and speak yeah. his name. Yeah, and 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 I also just really feel that everyone should be excited about him. Um, I think he's one of the most emotionally intelligent uh interviewers out there and i think especially in the late night sphere he kind of spearheaded that um sort of interviewing style i guess that it was like oh i i want people to um feel comfortable and um to not look bad or put on the spot so much um and so i i just feel like he's he's great and everyone should take notes I I became a Jimmy Fallon fan I think in 2006. I remember watching uh, early. And, yeah, like and 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 it wasn't I guess that was maybe more when my my interest in him peaked. Um I was up before obviously he was had the Tonight Show. It was like the late night and I stayed up super late and I I saw him interview someone and I think it was kind of like the first time I'd seen a a late night host interview someone and it wasn't awkward. It was like uh, really comfortable. And I wasn't just kind of like, Oh my gosh, I feel so bad for this guest. And, um, and do you remember who it was that he was interviewing? I think it was, um, I think it was John heater header from Napoleon dynamite. Oh, wow. That's Um, a 2006 name. If I've ever heard it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The best and worst thing to happen in his career was Napoleon dynamite. Like a bad country song. But Jimmy, but Jimmy met him there. <laughs> yeah, no, he did. And I mean, I I think he was, he was, I mean, he was good to talk to anyways, but I just think, I remember God, just watching a lot of people like Jay Leno and David Letterman, and they were just so cold and, um, and, and not like in a mean way, but just in a way that didn't, it didn't actually seem like they enjoyed talking to people. I just remember it seemed like Jimmy Fallon was having fun talking to this person. Love that. Um, And I think, yeah. And I think that was like, 
yeah, they're just so different to me than anything I'd ever seen in talk show, period. Um, and I think, like, if I had watched maybe the, El- the Ellen DeGeneres show or something like that, I might have seen that more, but I hadn't really seen that much that time. And even at that point, YouTube wasn't that common. So I just wasn't um, bumping into clips in the way that I do now. Um, he was just so fun to watch. And it's just fun to watch people have fun. Um, and when they kind of let you into their space, it's like, oh, like, I get to join you there and feel part of it too. Um, and so I, that was just something I hadn't seen before. So I thought that was awesome. I love Jimmy Fallon. Ugh, who good, doesn't? Good I mean, how, how can you hate Jimmy Fallon? I can I see you being it, him. like actively dislike Jimmy Fallon. That takes a lot of energy and that might be misdirected to a man like Jimmy. I don't know that there's anybody who like dislikes him. I think there's some people who are a little bit bitter about Conan getting. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of baggage. I don't know. He's just, he's great. So I have two things about Jimmy Fallon that my personal mm-hmm. experience with him. First of all, I, I love him. <laughs> um, okay. The question, the the famous icebreaker question, if you could have dinner with any celebrity alive or dead, who would it be? Jimmy Fallon is my answer. <gasps> what? Yeah, it's oh my answer my every gosh. time. I don't know what it is about him, but I feel like when I watch him, I just have the slightest little smile on my face. And I think, how much fun would a dinner be with this guy? He, I don't know. He just seems like a really warm guy. And uh, you'd, you'd spend a lot of the night laughing. And he seems overall pretty happy. Uh, the second thing, yep. though, that I associate with Jimmy Fallon is the movie Fever Pitch with Drew Barrymore. Uh, and okay. this movie is the bane of my existence. I hate it. Because I, I, <laughs> I hate Fever Pitch. I am the diehard Red Sox fan in a lot of people's Mm -hmm. lives. And so the amount of times that people associate Fever Pitch with me or Mm. think think that they're the first one ever to recommend Fever Pitch to me, (laughs) if that makes sense. (laughs) You're just like the guy from Fever Pitch, which basically I get what they're saying, that I'm a really diehard Red Sox fan. But Jimmy Fallon doesn't doesn't look too good in Fever Pitch with being a Red Sox fan. He looks kind of like a nut job. Yeah. Um. Which is kind of the point of the movie. I don't know. I really hate Fever Pitch. I yeah. kind of swore off the movie and I act like it doesn't exist. But here we are in a Jimmy Fallon conversation. Yeah, I I actually do the same thing. I saw that movie, I don't know, a long time ago. It wasn't that shortly after it came out. Came out and um, it, it just doesn't feel like everything else that Jimmy Fallon does. Um, do you have a favorite Jimmy Fallon movie? Um, honestly, I think that's the only one I've seen. Oh, and, and that's, that's bad. I mean, I don't, I don't know of other ones that he's really in, except for, well, I've seen, he makes short appearances in a couple movies, but like, yeah, not nothing. I haven't seen anything where he's been like a main character besides Fever Pitch. So you really hopped on him with the talk show host, Jimmy yes. era. Yes. Okay. 2006 yeah. is that when he started 2006 um no but that was i don't know when he started actually but that was that was when i i think the first time i saw him because he was doing like late late night and so usually i wasn't watching tv that late so right i'm kind of out of the talk show host drama that kind of <laughs> okay. happened can you give me like a loose timeline and where jimmy fits into all of that i mean i know the okay. name of course but um, so I try and not get into involved in that as well. I think what I mean, we're talking about specifically with with Conan, right? Is that I guess I don't know. 
I wish I could <laughs> I don't, refer to I don't something. Know, I don't know if there's much drama besides that, but um, yeah, so after Jay Leno retired from late night, Conan was supposed to um, take over, and it's just kind of, it's not, I don't think it's so much about ratings as far as who inherits um, the late night show, the first late night show after the news, as much as it is about just sequence who was there first and conan i think his ratings were pretty bad and they just kind of booted him out um and i mean honestly that's understandable that that's not um not fun and probably painful in a lot of ways and probably feel super supported by nbc and then and then i don't know maybe he felt like jimmy was just like ready to take his place um but i remember when even when Conan took over Jay Leno's spot, I was kind of like, oh, no, like, this is not going to be as good. I'm I'm just, I just don't think this is going to fly. I'm not going to be happy about this. And I mean, I, I can enjoy some of Conan's stuff. I don't think he's bad at all. But I think um, I just felt like Jimmy would do way, way better. Um, and so, yeah, that was just kind of short lived. And then I think Conan got booted and Jimmy took his spot. Jimmy Fallon did one of the harder things to do, and that's like he kind of made a little career switch there, right? He went from actor to late night show host, right? Like as far as primary identity goes. I think um, one of the things that makes Jimmy Fallon unique is that he brought a lot of the good things from SNL to late night. Um, And because before that, he was on SNL. and, And so I think it was more like you know, skits and bits and stuff like right. that. I mean, I think, yeah, I guess I don't, I'm not familiar with his acting career prior to that. Right. I think it's, it's definitely different. And I think what's impressive to me is that he is such a good interviewer and, and he still can incorporate all these old um, components of his career at SNL into that. Probably. I mean, it probably was hard. I don't know. I think I'm just dying for the day when his autobiography comes out and I get to know oh. everything. Yeah. And you get to learn all the deets. Yep. Yeah. Get me into like the Becky Harrington bubble of Jimmy. Yep. Fallon. So you're yep. not you're not big on acting. You kind of try to stay out of the late night mm-hmm. drama. So you didn't really take Team Jimmy at any point. <laughs> yeah. So um, why is he special to you? Why did you want to do this episode? I he is special to me because I think okay for one, where I just I would like to think we're the same person. I think that's like very flattering to me. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> But you and Jimmy um, are just like you guys are just great for each other. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure if we did it like a, a Myers Briggs test, we'd be pretty close. Um, so I mean, they're just they're just certain things. I'm like, oh my gosh, I would do that too. I'm such a people pleaser, and all these all these things. It just it just makes sense. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, again, just him kind of being the first person on late night who I was like, oh, you're having fun and like enjoying watching talk shows like i just that didn't happen before so that was a big thing um i um i love his his skits and like all the ways that he kind of improvs on his show like he has like um this one bit that he does with a guest called point pleasant parks department and they eat lots of like gross food and then they like try and say a lot of words with p sounds at the start and then they like spit these foods in each other's faces and it sounds (laughs) disgusting but it like it kills me um, and they just, they just look like they're having so much fun. Um, what is that bit called? Say it again. It's Point Pleasant Parks Department. Point Pleasant Parks Department. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Do you have a good, you have a good points pleasant park department quote? <laughs> I think one of them's always named Pete. And um, yeah, just just as much spitting. There's like always like whipped cream and saltines, and um, it's just it's just a giant mess. And I think like to see that um, on TV was really refreshing and like fun because it just kind of makes everyone be genuine. Yeah, it's just nice to see people be people and also people have fun. Jimmy's just kind of like the ultimate dork. Like he doesn't he doesn't really care if he looks stupid. Yeah, there's just lots of skits that I think are just so fun and genius. Uh, there's the the tight pants um, songs. Have you ever seen those? No. Oh, man, you got to look them up. So he does it with Will Ferrell and Christine Aguilera, and they wear these like tight white pants and these really um, dorky kind of bowl cut wigs. And then they dance and it's like, everybody's talking about my tight pants my tight pants and I'm the only one. And then, and then Will Ferrell comes along. Jimmy's really happy about his tight pants. Will Ferrell comes along and he's so angry that Jimmy thinks he has the tightest pants in all the land. And so he just uh-huh. like chews him out and sends him off. And cause Jimmy doesn't want to deal with conflict with him. And so he's okay with being tight pants somewhere else. And it's just <laughs> stupid, but it's just so funny. Um, is he part of the writing on these skits jimmy fallon yeah i don't know i don't know you're not an expert i mean you're not a jimmy fallon expert no i'm not an expert um but i (laughs) i would guess i mean i think so um i think so somewhat i mean i think you would have to be and again like this is another thing i think is just amazing about jimmy fallon and that was just so unique like so much cohesion between him and his writers and like he could do all these things that he looked comfortable doing and then just riff off them. And, and then even his writers will sometimes be part of skits. It just, it just works. Um, I just think they like know what he can do really well. And then, I mean, he obviously has to have a lot of input on that too. Um, and so, yeah, it's just, it's just really funny to me. And I think part of it again, is just like their ability to like have fun together. Um, and it just seems like they're actually really good friends and it's just like, Oh, we get to like, mess around on tv for an hour and they pay us for that so right right yeah um, so do you try to catch all of jimmy fallon content i used to um back in your glory I, days yeah back in my glory days um keep up with things pretty pretty much all the time um okay. <laughs> yeah I, but it's it's not uh, it's hard to really i think especially as social media has expanded to watch everything um so it's crazy um, there's so much stuff yeah yeah no it's nuts and i think part of how you reach your audience now is to have exclusives on sort of every different uh medium so yeah i don't i used to be really really devout about that but um yeah as things have expanded and then i think just as i want to be more disciplined about getting things done with school and and having bedtimes and all that all that stuff um, (laughs) not conducive for a jimmy fallon connoisseur no no it's not um so i mean i i i feel like in some ways it's like my love for him has not waned, but I feel like my commitment isn't as strong. So I hope that's <laughs> not disappointing. <laughs> Do you think he'd be okay with that? I'm. I feel that he would. He would yeah. be okay. You, you, yeah. you, and he are the same person. So if you'd be okay with it, he would be too. Mm, true. True. Also, 
Jimmy Fallon and I have the same birthday. Oh um, my gosh. How are yeah. you only revealing this in minute 15? I don't I don't know. But I just feel like it's just one of those things that the stars aligned and just meant to be, you know? But I mean, it's not because <laughs> maybe I'll never get to be friends with him. Have you ever met Jimmy Fallon? No. But Do you want to? It's my dying wish. Um, and I'm not even dying. <laughs> it's just your wish today. Yeah, it's just my wish today. And I mean, most days. He's He's... Also, my person that I would pick to have, you know, dinner with or alive or dead. Know. Yeah. Do you know what you would talk to him about? Um, I would like to ask him about writing. And I think I would like to. Yeah, I think I'd like to know about writing. I think I would like to know. Becky, you need to think about this if you're just saying you want to meet him. I know, but I just. Uh... You're going to be so starstruck when you meet him. You're not going to remember what you want to talk to no. him about. Okay. So last year, I tried very hard to go see him. And then I went online to get tickets and it didn't work out. And I had dreams about it before, like the day, because they just post tickets for, you know, a day and then they all get snapped up. And I had dreams about it the nights before that because I was just so excited. And then. Um, we didn't get them because they weren't on the dates that we were going to be going through and it just wasn't going to work out. And I, I just felt sick to my stomach. I, yeah. I was really brokenhearted. Um, so I do more than anything. I would like to go on a cruise with Jimmy Fallon and, <laughs> and, and just unexpected like, dude, dude, I don't really want to like, I mean, I want to talk to him, but I feel like he just, he would be fun to hang out with. Like yeah. he does this thing with um justin timberlake like they have they have a tandem like that they ride together that's actually uh yeah they, do yeah. they live near each other no but when they visit each other um they ride it yeah. they ride the tandem bike yeah they call it bro biking do, do, do they have two tandem bikes or do they have one and they ship it to each other's house i think it's at i think it's at jimmy's house in New okay York. these are log the logistics that i need to know yeah, right, right. I mean, tandem biking is no no small thing. It's pretty complicated. So <laughs> I, I think I'd like to ask him actually a lot about his growing up because he doesn't he doesn't talk about that that much. I've heard him talk about his mom a lot. Yeah, you find and his that? mom more so. Well, so his mom died um, this year. Oh, and so that's part of it. Um, and he does. I feel like he jokes about his mom. He does his like his mom voice. But other than that, I mean, it's it's not real. It's not real specific. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's just there's all kinds of things. But I just I think there's this part of me that like. I think I would I, I just I feel like it would just be natural. I'd be like, oh, you know what? We're the same person. We're just going to like talk about stuff. And I feel like our sense of humor is very similar. Um, even just that, I just feel like it would we would naturally riff off each other. And I think I just want him to know. You know, like I could be his best friend, but he just doesn't know it, and and that sounds creepy. But, yeah, but, we're starting to enter. We're starting to leave connoisseur and entering into stalker here. Uh, no, I don't. I don't care if he doesn't know that. But I just feel like that's <laughs> that's what I think would happen. We would just naturally get along really well, and then who knows what we would talk about? I think we just have fun. So paint paint me a picture of you and Jimmy Fallon on a cruise. What are you guys doing? It's the mm. Thursday afternoon. The sun is it's about two o'clock. Not a lot of events are going on yet. Maybe later, maybe later that night. But what are you doing right now? What you uh, I think that we would probably we might be singing karaoke. Um, <laughs> we might be like trying to get together like an act um, and, and like 
for like a talent show on the cruise yeah mm-hmm. right and just because he's famous he could probably just do that and be like yeah sorry that you guys had this amazing event planned this evening right right we want to sing a song about pooping in the woods and i'm gonna play the banjo <laughs> and like i don't know so yeah just a lot of dorking around um and then he, i mean we could ride the bro bike on the on the ship. boat yeah yeah wow before that memory happens do you have mm-hmm. a current jimmy fallon favorite memory do you mean like like a favorite there are some movies or shows or uh, moments right where i can look back on and say i watched this movie with this person and that was really special to me do you have like a jimmy fallon moment that you kind of <laughs> go back to yeah okay so i think i one of the things that i think hooked me in over the years more and more was um he does these skits um they're called they're called you um and they <laughs> he dresses up as a like a 12 year old girl named sarah he does this skit and he and he usually has male guests on who are also dressed up as uh 12 year old girls um and my friends and i used to always watch that um when i was um going to college in Wyoming. Um, and we, yeah, we just love that. And there's always this part where um, the stepdad, Gary, who's one of his writers, comes down the stairs and he's like, hey, kids, you want to throw the pig skit around? And he's just, he's not cool. And he's, and they hate him. And and she, <laughs> or he, Sarah, uh, who's Jimmy, he just always flips out. And he's like, Gary, get out of here. Loses his mind over it, and and I think like we would just run around the halls just like saying that, and I don't know. It's Jerry, get out of here. Funny, but yeah, um, when we would get upset about things, I mean, not really upset, but yeah, 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 um, yeah. So I don't know. I think that was probably one of the. That's a great Jimmy memory. We would always, we would always gather around and watch the new You episode. Um, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey girls, what you doing? Yeah! It's my stepdad, Gary. <laughs> and FYI, we're exercising. And Stacy and Sarah are pretty good dancers. Oh, it's no surprise, because back in my day, when I was a boy, we used to do something called the Jitterbug. Yeah! Get out, get out! Okay. Get out, I'm leaving! Get out. I'm leaving! Get out! I'm leaving! You girls have a good Catch on the flippity. All part. right, guys. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Gary can be such a weirdo. I hate Gary. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's on for the Late night talk show currently is in a really interesting place because at one point shows were putting their content on YouTube, right? Something mm-hmm. like YouTube. But now it's kind of going the opposite direction where YouTube is influencing these shows content, right? So like a show, a show like Jimmy Fallon skits and these two, three minute bites of humor. How often I think in the writer's room, if you want to go there is Mm -hmm. this would be great on YouTube. We should do this. And they almost do Mm. it for, for YouTube in that sense. Whereas that space was only kind of lived in by SNL back in the day. But now all these other talk yeah. shows have, and independent YouTube creators will live in it themselves. There's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that now. Um, there's a, 
and I think this was several years ago that they made it, but um, they made a kind of a spoof on Downton Abbey, and it was called Downton Six B because they're Studio Six B. Okay. okay. Um, and it's hilarious and amazing, and they do a really good job um, making fun of it. But I don't think it ever aired on TV. But oh. You can, there's like I think there's Just like YouTube. three episodes of it. Yeah funny how that all has changed and i think even a lot of times people want to see clips that are going on during the commercials where they're maybe talking more candidly um, right things like that so yeah there's a there's a lot of stuff like that did you ever watch good burger growing oh, up oh yeah yeah there's i did one um yeah i i loved that movie as a kid it was just I mean, obviously, Oscar worthy. Um, uh, obviously, did you watch a lot of Good Burger? I'm I'm sure I watched it over like ten, fifteen times. <laughs> okay, um, much yeah, higher it, number than I expected to come out. Yeah, so I've I've seen that a lot, and and then he had uh, Keenan and Kel on from that, and they and they. I think I remember made, this. Yeah, and even that I think was just one of those moments when I was like, "You guys know exactly what's going on in my heart." Um, <laughs> you like peel back so, the Becky Harrington brain brain layers, and it's just Good Burger quotes. Yeah, and Jimmy Fallon is speaking it's, directly it's, to it. It's. I mean, I I hope that it's no. Yeah, I hope that it's not because <laughs> I feel like that's not going to say the greatest things about my intelligence. But I think I think um, even Jimmy Fallon partly embodies this. That, but I'm just I'm a sucker for. Um, movies and characters where there's there's kind of a just a dorky guy who's trying really hard to make it work. Yeah, so Good Burger is a good one for that, and and then Jimmy Fallon is like he can always kind of go to that level. Right. Um, Do you know where Jimmy Fallon is from? I think because he he goes to or one of the skits he does, which I need to talk about, is okay. Camp Winnipesaukee, and that is in Massachusetts. And so I don't know if that was, you know, just coincidental. Maybe he's okay. So he's from New York. Yeah. So this, this skit, um, Camp Winnipesaukee, one of like probably my top two Jimmy skits. Um, oh, wow. And, What's the other one? Yeah. Uh, probably tight pants. Okay. So tight um, pants and Camp Winnipesaukee. And so he always does this with Justin Timberlake when he comes on the show. And I think that's another thing that I, I definitely, it's just, it makes me really happy, but also really sad. Cause I just, I just want to, I want to know what it's like to have, you know, this kind of friendship or whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Aww, I, that sounds I, like so sad. I, do, I, I actually feel like I do have that kind of a friendship, but like, I just, <laughs> I just want to like, I want to like be there and like, I don't know. It's just it's just so fun to watch. Anyways, they they pretend like they are children at camp and they always end up like singing this song together. Um one time it's like Africa by Toto. Yeah. And and they end up belting it out. And then Mr. Fletcher and they always have kind of lists and Mr. Fletcher comes in and he he's like their counselor and he's trying to get him to go to sleep and they're like, Okay, Mr. Fletcher, we'll go to sleep. And then they start singing it again and they can't help themselves and they uh -huh. start belting it out. And it's just it's just one of those things where they're like having so much fun. Yeah, you just can't you can't help but but love it. So um it's after lights out. <laughs> do, 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 do. 
I hear the drums echoing tonight, but she hears only whispers of some quiet conversation. She's coming in 12.30 flight, the moonlit wings reflect the stars that guide me towards salvation. There's another hundred men or more could ever do. I bless the rains down in Africa. Cause it takes some time to do the things we never have. Woo-hoo-hoo. What in the Pete sex going on in here? Uh, sorry, Mr. Fletcher, we were just singing. Well, it's after lights out, and you two turkeys gotta get some shut-eye. I'd hate to have to take away your snack shack time. I heard a little rumor from a little birdie that we're gonna have manwiches tomorrow, and I know how much you boys love your sloppy joes. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Fletcher. Yeah, we'll, we'll go to bed. Yeah. All right, kids. <laughs> Sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Seriously. We've had a horrible infestation of bed bugs. And I'd hate you to lose feeling in your fingers. Good night. Sir. Mr. Fletcher is such a dork. Are you even tired? No, I say like 4,300,000 Twizzlers. <laughs> All right, let's just try to go to sleep. Okay. Cause I'd like to save me away from you. There's another hundred men I'm What the heck is all this racket? I thought I told you two to go to bed. All right, Mr. Fletcher, we're trying to keep it down. Well, it's called Lights Out, not Lights Loud. That's a stupid joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Be that as it may, it's day on the inging say. You two dingbats got that? Wouldn't want you to miss out on those sandwiches and sloppy joes. Hey, hey Justin, <laughs> does, does Mr. Fletcher have a license? Uh, a license for what, Jimmy? A license to sell hot dogs. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> Lights out. You do understand? Yes, yes Mr. Yes, Fletcher. Right All right. I love you, boys. <laughs> Did you just say he loved us? I don't know. That's I think weird. Yeah, we should probably just go to bed. Yeah, yeah, probably. All right. I'll see you tomorrow, buddy. Best friend forever.
Yeah, and then I think that's why they do that. I think Jimmy must have gone to camp at Camp Winnipesaukee, and I think his daughter is named Winnie after Camp Winnipesaukee. So. Whoa, daughter yeah. in real life. Yeah. How many children does Jimmy and Fallon have? He has two. Do you think he'd be a good dad? Oh my gosh, he would be the best. Dad. How great of a dad would Jimmy Fallon be? Well, yeah, I think he's a kid at heart, so I think he's always getting down on their level, being a kid with them, and learning from them. And, and and he probably, you know, gets a lot of humor from them and maybe even, you know, can can write some things based off of what they've said. And I don't know. Yeah, I get I love how I can tell how much time you thought about this. <laughs> maybe he even gets ideas from his kids. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's a little a little too far, maybe. Um, OK, to wrap it up here, if Jimmy Fallon were listening to this, what do you want him to know? Because you know this podcast is going out to millions of people. You just never know oh, what's going to get around to everywhere. him at the end of yeah. the day. Right. Gall, I love you and appreciate you. And... <laughs> You're saying this to Jimmy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. And I mean, of course, Marcus. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a little bit of this. Too. I'll take whatever Jimmy doesn't <laughs> use. Um, and you're America's sweetheart. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know. Come, come hang out with me in Montana sometime. I promise I won't be creepy. And are there any cruises that leave from Montana? No, right? There's no, <laughs> no. there's no cruise situation from Montana. No, but I do have to tell you that I think Justin Timberlake has property in Montana somewhere, and of course, that's your way. Like they'll visit, and I'll run into them if God is good. You know, um, right? If. So. Big if. if God, yeah, that's that's what um, my belief is pretty much dependent upon. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's um, humans yeah, are sinful in... and Fallon. <laughs> ah, good one. Like that. Good one. Yeah, I have a I have a playlist a playlist from all of his lip sync battles on Spotify called Fallon in Love. Oh. <laughs> I don't have that many things like that, but sorry, more than anything. I think that because I mean I know he's married and I don't think that we're necessarily soulmates. Yeah, we don't want to go there. Like I feel like we're we're just mates. Mm, Maybe you're just mates. Maybe yeah, like we we're just like natural best friends, you know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> and he doesn't even know. Yeah, uh, he doesn't know it yet. He doesn't know yet. What what's your plan of attack to meeting him? Because Becky, people talk about what they would do if they won the lottery. But they are not playing right. the lottery. You know, this is the this is the classic situation that you're in. Right. What are you actually doing to conquer this? Um, Maybe this podcast will put some so, fire in you. Oh, I I hope so. I um, <laughs> I think my plan is to definitely go to a taping or two or five. Um, and and, and what's the process there? You got to you got to sign up online, and is it lottery? Um, no, it's just that they put the tickets out and like, I feel like within like minutes they're gone. So you just have I to see. be there when they, when they pop up. Um, and then you also have to have like time available to go visit them. So, you know, at the, cause you don't really know when the days are. So, or maybe there's a way that's, you can figure out more specifically when those days, um, that they'll be taping are, but I would love to go to a taping or a rehearsal. And I actually think rehearsal would be cooler because it's like a little bit more personal and Love there's that. a little bit more interaction. So I think I want to go to one of those. And I feel like it'd be easier to meet him there. 
But as far as timing goes with life and schedule, I don't know. I, I want to make this happen soon, but I think I need to have a job where I can just like be like, whatever, it's next week. I'm leaving. Yeah. So. Hey, I'm really true. excited to start this position, but I'm just letting you know if, if I get Jimmy tickets, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. And if you fire me, it's okay. I w- honestly, I would almost do that. Like if I, they were like, you can't leave. This is our busiest season or whatever. And if I got tickets and I, I might just go, you know, you might just go. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, let's, let's end on that. Let's, that's a great place to end. What, okay. what's the, what's the most you would give for a Jimmy ticket? You would the lose most, your job. Most money. Man. It doesn't even have to be money. Cause I don't know how much money you have to give opportunities. Maybe we can throw in some limbs. What limbs would you lose? <laughs> um, I hate to say it, but I wouldn't lose any limbs. Um, <laughs> okay. But... Yeah. Does that make me a bad person? Um, I don't know. There might be some Fallon no. fans out there that w- are willing to lose limbs. Yeah, they're they're messed up people. Um, Good. I think I think just um, yeah, probably a, a job. I mean, if I like if I, you know, had to like kind of not eat for a while to like afford tickets, I would do that. Nice. Now we're and, and I would I would sleep. I would sleep in, you know probably a box if i could you know if it ever like oh i can't afford to stay anywhere in new york tonight i'll just i'll just find a box um so so next time you're walking yeah. around new york people make sure to check boxes if you know jimmy is fil- filming becky might be in one of them yep absolutely <laughs> becky thank you so much i love thank this you. this was fun awesome good i had a great time thank you Thanks for listening to another episode of My Obsession. If you enjoyed this conversation, it'd be a huge help if you rate and review the show on iTunes or Google Play. That really does go a long way. Thanks to all who have already written reviews. Huge help for me. Finally, I want to talk to you about your obsession. If you or somebody you know wants to come on the show, email me at myobsessionpodcast at gmail.com. My Obsession is produced by me, And much thanks to all the guests who gave me a few hours to record with them. Super thanks to Tony Wallace and the High Rock North Shore Church who graciously helped me to upgrade my recording setup for season two. All guests in all interviews, opinions are their own. The music is written and provided by the artist State Shirt. I am Marcus Privet. Until next time.